Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Jordana. I'm Sammy. And I'm Eileen. And today we're going to be talking about, surprise, the Met Gala, the latest Sex in the City stuff. Kim Cattrall said some stuff. I'm really excited to talk about it. But before we get into everything, we wanted to say one thing about what's going on with Roe v. Wade. I mean, obviously, this is a huge deal. It's been on my mind all week. I haven't really been able to concentrate on much else. People have given us feedback that they don't love when we talk politics on this podcast, but we did want to acknowledge it because, you know, it obviously is quite a big deal on a lot of people's minds. And we wanted to let you know where you could donate or where you could get more information. I'm on the Betches Up podcast as well talking about this. I was on yesterday's episode. If you listen to Tuesday's episode, they also cover it and I'm sure they're going to cover it in today's as well. I report on it in the morning announcements every morning, which is just five minutes. Sammy, you did an amazing Instagram fundraiser that's currently, as of this recording, has raised how much money? Like $70,000? That's insane. Which is amazing. I mean, the other day, like, I was just like, we're going to start it. And I asked Avi, I was like, do you think people will donate $2,500? Do you think they can get $2,500? Do you think that's a good goal? And he was like, And you're donating to Planned Parenthood, right? Yes, to Planned Parenthood, like the main organization, they don't only provide abortions, like they provide health care for women, contraception, you know, sex education, just like regular obstetrics and gynecology that people need. So your funds are going to a trusted source. And why is it important to donate? I mean, ultimately, Planned Parenthood and all sorts of organizations. If you don't, if you've already donated to Planned Parenthood, if you want to donate to other places, maybe like more targeted, you could also donate to abortion funds in states where they have outlawed abortion. It's important because this actually, you know, these cost money. It pays for healthcare. It pays for it, transportation, you know, right? Transportation. So like, yeah. yeah. It pays for volunteers because depending on where you are, like if you want to get an abortion, you could need like someone to escort you in because there will be people protesting outside who are like, like throwing shit at you or like scream, you know, it's not, you know, this easy process. You know, some people, for some women it is, sometimes you can, you know, get an abortion pill over the counter or through the mail, which I would encourage people to look into. But sometimes it's really inaccessible and people don't have the money or the access. And that is what these donations go towards. So yeah, I mean, I'm still doing this on my Instagram. I'm trying to get to 100,000. And, you know, if we can get even higher, great. But, you know, I, I like to, I like to set attainable goals. So, you know, <laughs> attainable yet small no, goals. That's great. And like more news will unfold because it was just it was a leak about a decision that hasn't necessarily been made yet. And the decision will be made in June. Right. That's that's the news. Yeah. I mean, the, the top headline like going to be made. But the reason that it came out now rather than like with the formal decision was because it was. leaked. But right. I mean, ultimately, the. Things are headed in the same direction either way. So, yeah. And um, if anyone is looking for places to like process this, the Betcha Sup is, you know, we try to put a light or more or not a light. I don't know how light you could be, but, you know, a more positive or sharper, wittier spin. Digestible. Digestible as we can. So please join us there and listen to the morning announcements. What have you guys been up to? I've listened to last week's, I listened to the beginning of last week's episode. I didn't, haven't finished it yet. And I enjoyed like your reference to me as inside the struggle bus. It was very funny opener in that way. Um, <laughs> Sammy, oh, yeah. Jordana's up the struggle bus. Like, what I was, the fuck I was in the your- bus when you guys were recording. I listened to that like episode, the struggle bus, you up episode throughout my day yesterday, you know, and like you go on a walk and you listen to a little, you go another walk, you listen to another chunk, whatever. And I was craving Pizza Hut. Like, so I'm still craving <laughs> it. Worked. Yes. When Jared um, was describing the crust, I'm like, fuck. Like, I got to <laughs> look that up. Like, I got to eat that. Yeah, it was a so great partnership. <laughs> yeah. We had a great time. We were by um, the school. and it was, We were with Sean and Maddie. 
And the night before we went to like a bar, it was like what a bar Jared's friend recommended to him. And we walk in and it's like a sorority bar crawl. <laughs> it's like they're the only people in there are all this one sorority. And they are just like, we walk in and they are just like singing like in unison and dancing with singing? each other. Some country songs. So I didn't know what they were, but really good, really catchy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Springsteen. <laughs> No, it was like more mainstream than that, but less mainstream than me as a like New Yorker would know. But I was just like, this is kind of like incredible. Like all these women, just like no men in the bar, <laughs> just like these these women, just like all wearing like the same hat and like dancing and like just having so much fun with each other. And then like they were ready to move on to their next bar. And they're like all like just like literally like skipping out of the bar <laughs> together. Like some it's like that movie. Rush video. <laughs> yeah. actually like that though and i'm like wow this is like kind of incredible like i guess we kind of did something i don't remember doing anything like that with us with our sorority that isn't just like your memories with our sorority sisters no singing and dancing together alone um you don't really (laughs) i mean no i think you in unison i don't remember it's like a feminine utopia the only time we did that was like for the skits the rush skits those were so funny Maybe the maybe I think in the South it's probably a little bit more of like a stronger intensive sorority. Yeah, anywhere they they like take sororities like very very seriously. Yeah, and then it was me, Jared, (laughs) (laughs) just watching. You guys guys all have like incredibly dark New Yorker energy. Like if I pick four people in the office, except Sean, maybe Sean's like much less of that. Hey, Sean, Um, he's you know sunny California boy, but. Still, the combination of like you, Maddie, and Jared, and then Sean. <laughs> totally. like, pretty, what is this shit? <laughs> you're yeah, like well, such a counterbalance to that. <laughs> well, we walked in, we were like, Jared is the most dangerous person in this bar. <laughs> <laughs> what you're describing sounds like the Von Trapp's family singers. No, it was way more like um, sorority than the Van- I wouldn't call the Van- Von Trapp's a sorority. <laughs> I mean, they're really sisters. So, you know, I think if anything, a sorority is modeled on the Von Trapp's. Potentially. But anyway, we had uh, we had a really fun time and we're back. And, you know, it's funny because I moved into this apartment like uh, about a month ago and it has a balcony. And I was like, when we first moved in, I'm like, this is kind of stupid. Like, I'm never going to use this balcony. And then this morning was like so warm. And I like sat on the balcony and I was like, oh, my God, the sun is like hitting my skin. It feels so nice. <laughs> <You're standing. laughs> I'm so, no, I'm vitamin D like, is great for no, the morning. No, it's great. It was amazing. I had some, I had coffee on the balcony and I was like sitting out there and I was like, what are you in a fucking rom-com? I'm so happy I have this balcony. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like, oh my gosh, it's the best to have a balcony. I miss, Outdoor I miss space is great when the weather starts to get nice. It's really mm-hmm the best you also don't have to like walk outside like you can go straight from your apartment to right the outdoors that's really like the beauty of the suburbs you know yeah i mean Eileen has like she has a whole backyard she doesn't have like literally like five five like feet square of, like, of like <laughs> tiny um ledge which yeah. is funny because i'm like oh the ledge is incredible it's like Eileen <laughs> has like a pool and like yeah. <laughs> A real back shed, plants. (laughs) Yeah, plants. The shed was moved out of sight. It's too ugly. I was excited to have you guys over this weekend, but we're rescheduling. Um, 100% chance of rain. Also, it's cold. It's going to be, Rusty's like, oh yeah, everyone's going to get in the pool. I'm like, people are going to show up in sweatpants. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? It's freezing. Here's the thing. This is your first event as like homeowners having people. I feel like, or, or no, no, like, no. I'm it's sure you've had people. Pressure. It's low pressure. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, this is like a, one of many events not that is thr- not a big a, deal. This isn't this a, no, is a pre-party. Open house party at Aileen's for anyone no, listening. No, no. I'm just kidding. I wasn't even uh, going to invite anybody. <laughs> it was all Rusty's like friends. And then I was like, this, I want to invite like one friend to come over. But yeah, it's canceled anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Canceled. We'll wait to the till the till it's main warmer. event when it's warmer and it's going to be like amazing. no 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 the main and event will still also be low key don't no <laughs> no okay. I don't, I don't, I don't like to, to host. de stress this uh, true fair enough I don't like to host you could yeah. just come over sit hang have a faux pas call it a day sounds yeah. that sounds like a lovely amazing um, Saturday on a nice day. <laughs> So um, now I've moved into like we have a second bedroom, which we're using as an office. And I made this weekend, Mike and I were like putting like finally putting up our 
pictures and like figuring out where everything really went because I've been traveling a lot. So we haven't had like a chance to fully see the, the layout. And we decided that I would get the office and I put him in the bedroom, which is amazing. Well, he, he also goes into his office three days a week and I'm in our office maybe like one, maybe two days a week at, for the moment. So that was part of my pitch. But also, it's so funny how simple men are. He was like, he's been really asking me if he could get a TV for the office. And I'm like, no. Like, we don't need three TVs in a two-bedroom apartment. It's too many TVs. Like, our life can't, like, be just TVs everywhere. Um, and there's a TV in our bedroom. So he was like, okay, I'll go in the bedroom so he can, like, watch sports while he's working. And it was just the easiest thing to do. And now I have this very large, lovely office that I will be recording in. That's great. That is amazing. I was going to ask, like, how did you how did you work that out? Because... <laughs> Somehow I was swindled out of the office. I like what, I like Sammy's realization again, once that she's being like someone's getting one over on her. Yeah, yeah. it it's happens like, to me. You've seen it happen to me like a few times. Like that's like I realized like years to months to years after I've like been like in wait, been bamboozled. I, did, I didn't have to write Chertana's abroad paper for her in uh, spring twenty. 10? <laughs> yes. How Hold do I on. take it back? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'm very much not I've been bamboozled like, a, like yeah. 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, look, I think I was Well, like what's your setup? Really, you have, okay, a, you we have an office We also have a two well. bedroom, but we have an office, but obviously is the office. And it was also like that in our last apartment. But I, I'll be honest, I think for a while I preferred to be in the bedroom, like, I, I wake up later. I just like mosey on over to my computer. Like it's nice. And I actually would be okay with being in the bedroom if the physical setup was like not the way it is. Cause I hate that my bed's in the background. I hate that I can't see the television from my, from my desk. It's just, I don't like the way it's set up. So yeah, now I'm realizing why don't I have the office? It seems unfair. <laughs> you guys can switch quarterly. Yeah. Or you no, can bring it up on, on air. In there. <laughs> I want to see him. this bite come out He's on not air. Here. He's in New Orleans. That's oh, the, then why uh, don't that, you just sit there? His stuff is set up. My monitor is here. My stuff oh, is Oh, you have here. a monitor. I have a laptop. I have a monitor. So I to, yeah. Okay. Well, I have a monitor. And also his shit's in there. His clothes are in there. That's the other thing. He uses that as like his closet. This is the bigger closet. Ultimately, this made sense. But like, I'm kind of annoyed. Now, I want my own office and i want a nice background and i want instead it instead of the bed <laughs> instead of the bed yeah well maybe you can work on it yeah keep maybe us updated on how me. that yeah. fight goes it's not a fight. sign us up for your newsletter <laughs> it's not a fight it's definitely not gonna be a fight it's i can someone just help me figure out how to make my background look better that's I can. Really my question okay that's my favorite Laura, let's do that. I've, I'm just I've, <laughs> no. I've moved around no. my on oh, my one office in every single corner and i think oh, i yeah. found a good spot it Finally. looks great. Aileen, I want art like you have behind my the, the dresser you behind my desk. One Can nice you art. you need you need one, one piece. One art. <laughs> one yeah. art, please. One yeah. art, please. <laughs> you need one nice art. Go, yeah. go to um one King's Oh. I love Great <laughs> That's yeah, I mean it's specific I Grey Malian has a look that it, you it have to decide. Feel like you're on and Aileen, that's your plant. Oh, that it's you got really me. growing Rapunzel. Yeah. Look yeah. at her. Did you name her? We named the enormous one that's in our other room. It's Lydia. We oh. haven't named this <laughs> one. Lydia, what you have to name her. <laughs> I'll discuss it with Mike. <laughs> I feel like great hair. Great, yeah, great stems. I love how it blows over the bookshelf. It just looks, it has a lovely feeling. I feel like we should post a picture. Just so It's a pothos knows. plant for everybody I'll wondering. I have one of those that like, that was my first plant, but it's like wider. But then Rust, when we moved homes, Rusty put all of our indoor plants outside and then didn't bring them in accidentally and they all almost died. But since then, he's been reviving them for a year <laughs> and, and it's been working. The, the one that I'm hoping, she just has a really short haircut. <laughs> but <laughs> we're working on it. We're working on it. It takes, re Rusty will put, her, put different plants in different places and go, they're in rehab right now. <laughs> And so when did we this become a it. gardening podcast? I don't Again. know. Very slowly. It's our summer summer edition. <laughs> when we, Everyone, when we became let 33. us know if you like 
the gardening element of the podcast. Yes. Well, <laughs> Aileen, it's funny just talking about the off the space and then you have a house, right? So I, it's funny. I haven't lived in a house in so long and I just picture a house like you just like walk into a room and it's yours and then you walk into another room and there's just like so many rooms that you could like be in. <laughs> to yeah. 29. <laughs> Like 10 rooms, at least, I assume. Probably more, yeah. There's a few rooms, definitely a few rooms. It's nice. I'm, I am I definitely enjoy it. And I'm working on decorating a little bit more the out, outdoor space, except I have a very big problem with West Elm right now. I'm very annoyed. I ordered a couch. It said it was going to be here next week. It said no delays. And then they don't even tell me that, first of all, it goes on back order. They don't even tell me I had to check it. And then when it's finally on off of back order doesn't even give me a delivery date. It says indefinite. And then I email customer service and they go, we can see how that can be frustrating. We'll let you know. <laughs> I hate that. that. And yeah, I'm like, it's like, that doesn't help fuck? me with the thing. I want my couch. Right. So what have you been nice sitting couch. on? Outdoor, outside. On oh, it's chair. an outdoor, it's an outdoor couch. Outdoor okay. couch. Oh, is that why okay, you canceled indoor. this weekend? No. The real reason? That's the real no. reason. Yeah. Question. Yeah, have you tried, it's raining. Have you, tried, you can't sit on it. So. Have you tried tweeting at them? I don't do that. I can't do that. Like, I'm not actually <laughs> suggesting you do that. Sometimes I do that and then I delete it immediately. <laughs> I just I just write strongly worded customer service emails and I say it's customer manipulation to do things like that where you do not write the appropriate delivery date. Like yeah. when you're telling me it's in stock, but it's not in stock. That's that's manipulating me to buy this item. I would have bought one somewhere else. That's true. You've been that bamboozled. I also too have been bamboozled. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's see, it's, it's that it's easy. It's easy to get. There's bamboozled. nothing more annoying than being bamboozled by a corporation where no one that you're speaking to gives cares at gives all. A fuck. Yeah, <laughs> at all. Like you're also like the fifteenth person that you've spoken to about this that day that they've been like they don't care. Like they they have too many people like you calling them to yell the at them. The worst part about West Elm customer service is that every subsequent email you respond to that person that wrote you back is a new customer service agent. And they're like, <laughs> they give you a different response. And I'm like, I want to talk to them. They have no Janelle, history. And then, you, to right. and then you have to explain the situation. You have to explain First, the situation yeah. all over again. I was talking to Claudia. She was so nice. And then I respond. I'm like, oh, is there an update on this item? And then like fucking the next person. Yeah. Carol is like, can you tell me what your order number is? <laughs> Do you ever call someone and they pick up the phone and you're immediately like, they are not in the mood for me today. Like they yes. have like that that voice that's like, this is Vanessa. How can I help you? <laughs> you With that, what if you've been waiting forty minutes? I would probably. Yeah. It depends on if it's a callback or if it's a a waiting. And then you thing. try to change her mood, like, hi Vanessa. No. <laughs> Vanessa's mood is way more entrenched you today. Than, no. Sammy's like, as someone who is Vanessa on, a, on many occasions, I cannot be moved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People actually think I am Vanessa when I say Samantha on the phone a lot. It's kind of annoying. Um, Interesting. I wouldn't yeah. think that. Also, Why do no you just one say Sammy? Because my name's Samantha when I'm like on an order, usually. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Speaking of um, Samantha, should we talk about Sex in the City and Kim Cattrall and what she said about um, the whole series? She broke her silence on the whole and just like that. Yeah, I thought it was pretty juicy. 
The Agreed. interview was so was so um not shady, but it was great. Like I think she fully. <laughs> if you want to put this into a like, if you want to pit them against each other, she's one. yeah. It was it was like it said a lot without saying that much, but it still said yeah. a lot. Let's share yeah. some highlights that we thought all three of us thought were separately because we haven't discussed this yet. Thought were the juiciest, shadiest, pettiest, or not petty. I th- I thought she didn't seem petty. I thought she seemed like no. I she didn't she came petty. out on top at the end of it. I thought I thought the whole thing made her come across like really well. Like she came across yeah. very thoughtful. Like she stood her yeah. ground, and I think that I came out of this respecting her more. I than, do agree yeah. with that because I thought that I think hearing all the rumors about everything, I was kind of like Kim Cattrall sounds like she's a little nuts. Like she's a little bit like a, she's a little bit of the issue, I would say. That's what I thought. I don't know. I really can see both sides and how they're both just. I can see both two sides people too. in the dynamic and they are both. Right. Well, I thought it was interesting that she was like, these were my colleagues. They're not my friends, which is yeah. fine. And I almost thought that was like refreshing because most people like wouldn't really say that. But it's probably true a lot. Like you think about like they are your coworkers. You just assume everyone's like BFFs because they're on set with everyone. Because they but, act as because their their characters are BFFs, right? And they're together so many years, and they're mm-hmm. like the same age, and they're all like in the public eye. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought the part that she was like the movie was is actually just the show. That's how creative it was when she right. said that. Like that was low. The fact that she also said that she didn't watch the show and just like that, and she didn't hear about it either. I think she did hear about it because she knew so many points about it. No, no, no. She didn't know that it was going to happen oh, until she, she said she saw it on social okay. media, just like all of us. Right. Oh, I thought you meant like she didn't know what happened in the show. She it said seems some like a- people told her everything that happened. I could see her sort of being like the kind of person that's like, I don't even watch the show. But then she asks her friends like a lot of questions. Like, yeah, And definitely. she gets like excited when they say something bad about the show. That's kind of how the interview felt. Like she was like, and I didn't even watch the show. And yeah, I heard they did that. And that was like <laughs> weird. And I heard they did that. It's like you clearly like, want to know yeah what is she's like from what i've been told (laughs) obviously i thought the shadiest part was the following okay the interviewer goes sarah jessica has said that if you decided to play samantha again she wouldn't be okay with that did that hurt your feelings she says i don't think i read it then the interviewer (laughs) said she said there was too much that had happened publicly between the two of you and she replies well it would never happen anyway so nobody has to worry about that i feel like that's like that is a person who is just like over it and like uh-huh. really is not she i think she thinks she benefited more from not doing it than she would have from doing it and she truly yeah. believes that and i think it's also true i liked the part where she also was just talking about the series and the movies in general like the sh- series ended i thought that was great and then okay they had a movie to like Two. tie up loose ends okay and then they had another movie and then now they want to have another movie like it where does it end and I thought that was like pretty interesting. And I like agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, I right? totally agree. It made her seem like much less of a, I think by almost by this, this article, I would only be pissed if I were the other three, because I'd be like, she implies that they are sellouts. Essentially. Right. I would right. be she pissed did it like, for money and she fame. Is like the, yes. And I think that is like the, it's, she didn't say that, but the implication by saying that this is why she wouldn't do it as like a creative decision and like, just being done because like Mm -hmm. she didn't like the plot points is sort of implying that like to do it would just be like a money grab and that's not what she that's not what she is about yeah right that i think is more um if i were cynthia nixon and Kristen davis like i would walk away more mad from this than from nothing or just from yeah but sarah jessica parker like i think it was really because ultimately, like Sarah Jessica Parker was the executive producer, so she's the one who's deciding to do this all sellouty, all like at the end of the day, right? But also at the end of the day, I enjoyed my experience watching it, even though it wasn't like amazing. Um, did you enjoy I did. it because of the like internet conversation around it, or because of the like actual? No, I, I I thought it was like a fun thing to sort of have on my screen again, even though it's not yeah, nearly right. as good as the original show. I felt like it was kind of like. I did enjoy all the Che like combo on the (laughs) internet. Like that was very entertaining. That said though, like it was just fun to watch and then talk about with friends. 
it felt like yeah. comfy. Like you go back, yeah. you kind of like know everyone and it feels like you're almost like going back to like like a college reunion where like, yeah, like this is like bad, but it's good. And like, it feels familiar and like, it kind of feels like, you know what I know? You know what I mean? You just feel like you know the deal. And so it's an easier show to watch in that way. If this was the first season of a show, you'd be like, this is awful. No one's going to yeah. watch this. But it's because right. you like feel some type of way about the characters. Right. Deaf comfy. Deaf comfy. All right. Well, I wonder if like they'll retaliate or in some way, like kill Sa Samantha off in the next season. I also thought it was, you know, the whole time during this conversation, I'm like, Sarah Jessica Parker or like the writers just making her still in the show without be is so funny. Like it's she clearly really, didn't like that too. Well, it, to me that that's like, it's kind of funny because they have the power to do that. And it's as if, cause you picture Kim Cattrall texting back, right? You're right. not picturing anyone else. The best revenge I think for them would be not to kill her off, but to like significantly embarrass the character via text or via like news headline they kind of did or that a little bit though they did they did that with the character when they when she kind of said that she's like the fact that they had her plot point that she's oh, like yeah. mad at carrie for dropping her as work. a pr client when she did it for free in whatever other season she i think she already felt that they were like assassinating the character in some way because she was like does that sound like something samantha would do like she almost seems protective over the character and annoyed that they would give her that plot line like already right. even though it wasn't that bad in my opinion right that's why i'm saying they could make it worse and just, like, they could make it worse that could be the retaliation like oh you don't like it <laughs> the other thing that i thought was like a great point was about what they had planned for samantha's like story arc was that she got like a dick pic essentially that's what they alluded to from brady yeah. And like, she's like, that's what you're going to do to Samantha when like she had her own PR firm and, and you know, she lost it in like the financial like 2008 right. and like things could have gone downhill and she had to like build herself back up like shit like that. And instead they have her reacting to a dick pic from Miranda's kid. That was the one point that I was like, I don't know if I agree with her on that point because the people watch the show not to like follow Samantha's career. Like that's part of who she is for sure. But I think they want like, she has the like sexual energy thing of like how, well, you know, what would it be like if Miranda's son was texting her like dick pics, which I don't think that, I think that was a little bit like too low hanging fruit. But mm -hmm. I do think like, I don't think the audience is like, and what's going on with, with Samantha's firm? Like it was very much not a huge part of her storyline in the show. I think she was just saying that that's like something her agents like, responded with like here's an alternate idea like she said she was i don't think she was tied to it she was just like the dick pic thing is so cheap like can you come up with something a little bit different right you know like even if it was a different relationship right which is fair i think i think if it were relationship centered it would be that would be a fair point but i don't think her alternative that she suggested would have been it either personally i don't think right. that's why it went as it went like that was just a I feel like that was she was just adding more stories to the way, stories. She, yeah. yeah, like she wasn't she wasn't going to do it anyway. That was not right. She wasn't intending to do it unless it was a totally different show and her relationship with her co-stars and the producers were different. Here's what I wonder. It's like if she got along well with Sarah Jessica Parker, would all of those other things have mattered? Like and would she have made it work? I understand what she's saying that it wasn't just about that, but I do wonder like if you took that out of it, would she have figured out a way to like be a part of it? I think part of the source of their issue was that like because they didn't get along, Samantha didn't like or Samantha Kim Cattrall didn't like <laughs> basically the treatment that the character received. And so I think it kind of became impossible to separate the personal issues from the character that was being right. written because Sarah Jessica Parker was the executive producer. And that was like the source of the issue that they all have different, like let, you know, salaries and levels of influence and like Kim Cattrall wanted them all to be the same. And Sarah Jessica Parker, that was like kind of the reason why they were in conflict is that she, they didn't get along because of the stories in some way. Right. Because Carrie wanted to be like the Carrie show, which in, ex in a sense it is, but in a sense it's not. So I could see why that would be like divisive. 
But I also see why Kim Cattrall would be like, well, actually, people like my character more. So. Yeah, but it's still always the Carrie show. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the, anyone ever was like, it's the Samantha show and she's the leading no, lady. Like no, no, no one no. would ever say that. It what did but always it's an seem like show. it was narrated by. Yeah, but it was like narr- Carrie. It's an ensemble show, but Carrie is definitely like the focal point, which I do think right. kind of has always been the case yeah. from the beginning. And you can't fully argue that. Samantha's character added like a layer of comedy that didn't really exist. In perspective, yeah. Uh, yeah, and obviously perspective. I also think her character like was really responsible for like a lot of the boundary pushing in terms of like the sexual stuff. It wouldn't have, and that uh, was yeah. really so, that was like critical That was important, yeah. It, so even more than the comedy, like she kind of was the reason, she was the character that embodied what I think people, the why the show was part of the sex in the critical. city, yeah. Yeah, Carrie right, is the point. city and Samantha is the sex. Mm, great point great point yeah charlotte is the and miranda is and (laughs) (laughs) we've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams but with base there's room for everything 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip no problem deciding between a few pairs of shoes bring them all with base it is my go-to travel bag i love that the bag expands because i'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment it just makes it so much easier to travel when i know there's a special place for everything it makes me feel like a more organized version of myself and i love that cushioned handle i always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage 360 degree gliding wheels a cushioned handle built-in weight indicator washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Speaking of Sarah Jessica Parker, should we talk about the, yeah, the Met Gala since she was there? <laughs> Great segue. Uh, you know, she's like, she's like a key I'm Met really Gala trying figure. to make these flow. Yeah. She was there. She had a very significant dress. She had a hat. I, all I remember is the hat. She had a hat, quite the dress. I wasn't that excited about it. This is maybe don't an popular opinion, but like I don't really ever like what Sarah Jessica Parker wears. To the Met Gala. I, it's a lot. To the Met Gala. It's like, although I can know, I could see you getting into like a hat phase. Personally. <laughs> Honestly, it's not about the hat. It's just, I never, I never really, her look never reson- resonates with me. On the other hand, Blake Lively's look always resonates with me. I'm a basic bit. Yeah, Blake Lively looked great. However, everyone's like, she looked fabulous. I think this is my least favorite dress of all of her really? dresses that she's ever worn. Yeah, she she kind of just looked like fucking Cinderella. Did you like, listen to the like reasoning? Yeah, like, why yeah, was, with the New York cool. and Statue of Liberty. Sure, you know, <laughs> it was yeah. good. I, I like I've, that. She, I've worn plenty. I mean, not I have worn. You've worn that? She's worn. <laughs> she, she, have you seen me at my wedding? No, her dress in previous Met galas have been better, I thought. 
I didn't really love anybody's outfit this time around. Have you, um, what happens at the Met Gala? It's just a party. Lenny Kravitz just performed, I saw. It's like a regular charity event. It's just a regular gala. A regular gala. Have you ever been? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just like a charity. I think it's really just a charity event. And no one remembers What is the charity? The Met Costume Institute, which is like a museum, basically. It supports the Met costumes? No. It's a preservation of like Costume Institute. Like, yeah, like preserving historic fashion. Jordana is like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like a low on my list of charities that would truly <laughs> no, be helping people. It, it feels pretty low. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. Well, the whole thing is pretty superficial. Like where it's like they're showing up in like crazy yeah. looks and shit. When you think about it, all you're watching is people on a red carpet. Like there's no event. There's it's no just award. a red carpet. You're right. literally watching people go on a red carpet to a party that is just like any other party, but more important. Right, right. You can't. Very much more exclusive. So yeah, yeah. but so Blake. I mean, okay. Just gonna go back to Blake Lively. She looked amazing. She looked like a beautiful princess, like a Disney princess to me. That's what she looked like. She always looks. Yeah, she. I mean, she did look great, but she looked amazing. I just, you know, mm, I I don't know. She wears similar dresses. She knows what she knows what looks. That red dress that she wore, like that one time where she like just looked so ethereal that was like one of my favorites i'm trying to think of like people i did like um i wrote down what yeah. I like because i knew we would oh, be talking about it I yes i forget okay go so i liked venus williams she wore that suit it was i think chloe it's like a pantsuit mm-hmm. i mean this isn't um, this isn't an order this is just whatever people i like um maude aptow she oh, wore yes. like, sort of aptow was hollywood so good. yeah yes. um Janelle Monet, she wore that. It almost looked like flapper era. It it had um it was a black dress and it had sort of like beading on the like front that went into like a headpiece that kind of I don't know, it was very yeah, it was cool. Met Gala. It was cool. I thought she looked great. Carrie Mulligan. I mean, the fact that Marcus Mumford was at the Met Gala. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle Ye- Yeo. I don't know how if this is how you pronounce her last name, so I'm sorry about that. Michelle Yeo. Y e o h. She wore a green, just dress. It was really like a long cape, and those were the ones I wrote. Oh, and Sydney Sweeney. I thought had like a cool moment, but it was right after they announced the Roe v. Wade thing. So I don't think as many people cared as they would have mm-hmm. if that didn't happen. Oh yeah, I didn't even see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying, like, uh, to think of anybody that I thought was like extremely cool, or like just t- took my breath away. And yeah, Janelle's dress like? was very beautiful. What'd you guys think of Kim? I, why is she there? Why is she always there? So Kim, I mean, I think Kim looked amazing. I think there's a lot of controversy, of course, around the dress for two reasons. One is the, well, one is actually 16 like, pounds. One is the 16 pounds that she like talks about how she lost that in three weeks. But also the dress, I think, and this I think is like a more nuanced um reason for why she shouldn't have maybe worn it is that like people like museum curators and people who conserve like historic pieces of fashion are really unhappy that she wore it because you can't just like wear a six-year-old really delicate dress that was actually sewn onto Marilyn Monroe's body for her exact proportions which Kim Kardashian does not have those same proportions even if they're the same weight whatever height and people think it's like think about I think the way they look at it is like if you were to like play with a fossil, like just wouldn't be cool because you would like get. Yeah, I just thought it was completely it. just all unnecessary for her to do it. Right. Like it's very she self-serving, also for obviously. five minutes and right. then she changed into a replica. She could have just worn a replica. <laughs> she did wear a replica. But she could have just done that the whole time. I know, but the point is that she I'm confused. Fit. She wore a le- replica or she wore the regular one? She changed into a replica for the rest. Oh, okay. Of the after she got up the steps, like she had this bathroom prepared at the bottom of the steps where she changed into the dress. Then she goes up the stairs and immediately gets out of it, and they take the dress away. To me, it just like didn't like. Okay, first of all, she had to wear the fur because it didn't go up her butt, right? It didn't zip. She had to stop eating, starve herself, as she says. So, um, or stop eating all sugar, basically. She said she lost 16 pounds in two weeks, which we can talk about after. Three, but she was like, I could do it. And just to fit into this dress, 
like what it, like you want to say that you're marilyn monroe like that's obvious it's for her for yeah. you like cool like g- good for you there's other ways of doing that but like i don't i just uh, i don't know and the white fur didn't even go with it <laughs> do you know what annoyed me most that <laughs> they had chris jenner channeling like jackie kennedy was that it yeah right i think that's what that she said point. to me that's the most annoying thing like do you know why would you channel you're the mistress of this person and then you're having your mom dress up like his wife it's like so like to me it's like it's like fucked up it's like that's so, i that's, actually that's, had not connected that yet it's to me like, that's disrespectful like imagine you're I jackie agree. kennedy in the real and then you're dressing up like the woman that he's having sex with and then you're having your mom dress up like his actual wife like why is that okay I think it's pretty right. exploitative and gross, actually. I didn't right? even put that together because I, I didn't realize that she like was st- outwardly stating that she was channeling Jackie Kennedy. She actually really looked like my mother-in-law with that um, <laughs> hair. <laughs> she was channeling your mom, you see? your mother-in-law. So that's, why yeah, I, that's, that's what I was seeing. But, um, but now that you're saying that, like it's actually way more fucked up than I even had realized. It's just like, why do the Kardashians feel that they need to why does she need to feel like she needs to put this piece of Americana on her body against the like wishes can, of yeah. like conservators and experts who work in preservation of historic goods? Like, why do you think you're so important? Why did why did Anna Wintour let her? Like, I guess they wanted people to talk about it, but like, if she had worn a replica, everyone just been like, she's wearing a replica of Marilyn Monroe's dress. It would have yeah, been the same fucking thing. It wouldn't. Yeah, I think she, it's for I the press. I think Obviously. it's lazy. No offense to whoever. I think it's lazy. Like she could have come up with like a creative. It's it's a stunt. That's what it is. Yeah. It's but a PR. It's a press move. It's yeah. a stunt. Which it worked, I guess. It also worked. However, now there's inaccurate. backlash. Historically inaccurate. It's not from the Gilded Age. I thought um, it was interesting was, well, no one dressed. No, to, but. No one dressed like anything to do with the Gilded Age. Some did. Literally few. No, a lot did. Yeah, yeah I guess Blake with the giant thing. It was all inter- interpretations. You know who was out that I loved? <laughs> Sebastian <Ew>. Stan <laughs> had nothing oh, yeah. to do with the nothing Gilded Age, but it was hot pink suit for a dude. It was cool. But um, okay, Kylie Jenner, that was rough. She was doing an ode to Virgil Abloh. Sure, it's nice. Why the hat? He has other clothing. Also, her Why after hat? party dress was Why um, that hat. Also- um yeah that was a little bit rough i thought chloe looked great i mean courtney i really just i can't it was it was it it was it was no what was that mummy wrap thing in the middle it was she was the whole the whole point was that she uh, she was dressed in all elements of what travis barker was in (laughs) that was the the vibe he had this his suit tom brown and then her outfit her dress was all elements of his suit and they asked her in the interviews like how is this in theme she goes oh i didn't really give a shit about she, i don't really care about that and that's okay. just slap in <laughs> the <laughs> face like you're invited for like basically what the first time right yeah and you say that and it's not even that great it's I'm a just not that interested in working right now <laughs> yeah work is just not my priority which we have right, quoted on our walls in the office oh, you know who, who else i thought really missed and they missed last time also Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello both missed real hard. I mean, Sean Mendes looks like a prince. Like a, he <laughs> looks like he's from in, Enchanted. No, he's no, 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 no. He's a Disney prince, straight out okay. of. He is. If there wasn't in, another Enchanted, which they're they're working on another Enchanted, but like let's say it's a younger Enchanted. <laughs> okay. He is a Disney prince. He looks like I see, one. I saw that. His hair. His he he literally looks like he's just gonna go you know ride a fucking pony and and save a bitch from a tower like that's what he looks like. I could see it, climb up yeah. there her hair and then save her. Yeah. Did you see um Cara Delevingne? Yes. Yes. Did you see the videos of her? No. What what videos? She was like you saw how she took no take off her thing. Saying. She took off yeah. her thing and then she was wearing pasties and she was basically naked and she yeah. was just spray painted gold which yeah ugh, whatever um she was like fidgeting the whole time and i thought oh. that she was trying to show like she had like these tassels on her shoulders and she was trying to like make yeah. them shimmy but if you go watch videos of her she was like weirdly fidgeting twitching the whole time up that thing Interesting. you should watch it 
Okay, it was bizarre to me. I didn't notice, but I, I didn't actually, I did not come across that on my, on my feed, but I will check. I will look at that because I'm curious, see what's yeah. happening there. Is there anyone else we're forgetting? Gigi Hadid looked crazy cool. Yeah. Did you see she had like that puffer coat on? <laughs> she was, was going to winter. I, I wasn't like a huge. She wanted to whatever. stay warm. It was okay. I liked Kendall's. I like Kendall's eyebrow look. She like looked, pulled that off. Yeah. I guess. It's great. Yeah. She Maybe. also was more in theme. It's just like yeah. I didn't. I, everybody's just, just like staring at Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson and like glamorizing their love. And like. He got another then, tattoo for her. Well, the first one was a scar. A branding. <laughs> the first one was okay. a branding. It wasn't a tattoo. Okay. They're starting they're starting to annoy me, I have to they say. They need to be you know what it you started know off kind of like intrigued and into it and now I'm like, all right, like I, I watch it, it and I'm Go like, away. I cannot believe they're dating. I just cannot believe it. He was engaged to Ariana Grande. And you said he David, right? He was engaged to her? No, no, they weren't engaged. And he was dating Kate Kate Beckinsale and yeah, yeah, Kaya Gerber. Not yeah, 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 but not as crazy as and Phoebe. He really goes all, a, all ages. But yeah, I mean, I could just imagine being Pete Davidson and just being like this guy who goes on SNL and then now is fucking dating Kim Kardashian, like who is the most famous person in the U.S. Like, I just, I just can't believe it. He's, He's not really even that funny. A very large penis. It's not even that funny, in my opinion. Well, remember his whole like b- big dick energy came about. It was it was about yeah. him. I mean, I'm sure he's got. I'm sure he's very charming in real life. I'm sure he's I'm sure very he nice be. to yeah. the ladies. I think like, he's, he's probably, probably very nice a- to women. Yeah, yes. I think that that goes a long way. So are a lot of people. Yeah, but well, a lot are not. not. Maybe maybe a lot, a lot of famous guys are not. Kim Kardashian like, is not that nice. Like she's like, oh, I'm so sweet. I just want a sweet guy. Like no, that doesn't mean nice? she doesn't want. Yeah, but that doesn't mean she doesn't want someone to be nice to her. To treat her well. Sure. She, was just, she was just married to Kanye West. Who it's like just, who the fuck knows what he's doing? Like she wants to be I mean, sure. It's just like like finally Kim gets a nice guy, such a sweetheart. No, like she deserves oh such a God. nice guy. I don't. I don't care. I don't think she deserves like a deserves a nice guy more than anyone else. But. I think the reason they're becoming overexposed is not because they're like out or about more, but although they have been a lot, I think it's because everyone constantly posts the same photos of them on their story all the mm-hmm. time. So you see the same photos over and over again because everyone in your life is putting them on their story like as if it's like a statement, right. you know? I'd rather see more um, Benefer personally why weren't they invited? They're also overexposed a little. Maybe they, I'm sure they were invited. They probably had plans. Uh, like okay <laughs> no i really don't I, I i don't know maybe they weren't invited was they they on the wrong side of anna i don't know maybe kim was like i'd prefer to be the only power couple there maybe they thought like it's got to be one you have to choose between kim and j-lo because it was like their big debut even though Has they were J-Lo just in the white before? house yeah Yes. Like years yes. ago. I thought Kim's dress to the White House um dinner was way better. Loved. I loved that. Loved. That she was one of my great. favorite things I've ever seen her wear. Yeah. I love that she was at the White House dinner. That I wish that like that that whole thing intrigued me way more than um I agree. That's yeah. why this made like just it was like a little bit less. And yeah, there's like also some videos of her like sort of controlling Pete. And you know, like take your hat off, like because oh I show like me that. Those. Show me, send me those. <laughs> I'm Betch's co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. 
Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Betches20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Betches20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code Betches20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Maybe we could talk two minutes about the whole, the weight thing. Because yeah. there's a lot of people talking about it. Bethany Frankel posted a whole thing, which I think is funny about Bethany Frankel because she has a whole brand is about Skinny Girl. Right. She um, mentions but, that in her post though. Yeah. Which is all about inclusivity. She said. Yes, yeah, so Skinny Girl, all about inclusivity. <laughs> um, just about like how, because she's so famous and so many girls young girls are impressionable and like literally going and doing everything everybody else is doing Mm -hmm. to try to be them it's so irresponsible of her to talk like that but then i saw some posts i think it was in the diet starts tomorrow thing about how like she this is her role like any actor is preparing for a role like this is what she's doing to prepare for her character like what's his name Joaquin Phoenix lost like what 50 pounds for the Joker like those are some examples and other actors still do this but obviously the biggest difference is that she is the way that she talks about how she's cutting and then she's binging afterwards was really really bad also she didn't need to wear the dress that's where the issue with the wearing the dress for like right it's a superficial historical reasons intersects with this weight thing because it's like you could have just literally gotten the exact same dress that fits you at whatever weight you are you don't need to talk about how you had to lose weight to fit into this dress you shouldn't have been wearing that literally is not your was custom made for somebody else to fit their measurements exactly one Mm -hmm. thing so just before back to kim i do think it's interesting because you know back in the day people used to say like oh marilyn monroe was like a bigger actress yes yes and i'm like so then why did kim kardashian Tiny little Kim Kardashian need to lose this weight. Sizes were different. They yeah, always right. said that she's like a size, size. 12 or a size right. 8, 12. Right. That like, what is this? I mean, 12. Maybe for what the size people were Kim? different. Who knows? Her, her body is like not, like her butt like, is not br- like the, the normal size. The thing is, is that her butt didn't fit into the yeah, dress. Right. Really. That makes sense. Well, here. Okay. The other it thing. It would have been looser. <laughs> right. What I thought was um kind of like a little it was was toxic about her revealing that and putting that up front was the quantifying like i had to lose what was it 16 pounds in three weeks right because 16 is first, also such a specific number and it wasn't even like because i had to lose like 15 pounds yeah ish so that to my, me would be like a little more casual about and it also that seems. is so so hard impossible and hard to do yeah that too my first thought as a person who has literally like had those thoughts in her head before yeah. was like 
I thought in my head, I'm not going to go through it, but I was like, I know how she's going to do it. And this is how she's going to do it. She must be doing X, Y, Z thing. And I just think about like, if I were a young, if I were 22 again, and I heard that, that would now become my benchmark for successful weight loss. And um, it's just a really, it's a really bad thing for women, young for women especially. to hear. To hear. When I heard it, my old, my like brain did get like, oh shit, like that feeling of like, I must cut carbs. Like it was, it came well, back to yeah. my head and I was like, I need to, I need to do it. But then I like, obviously my, that, but that's an old thought that like almost came from the archives and right. I had to like actively squash it. I can only imagine that how that a lot of people were right. not, couldn't squash it. So this is what's really annoying to me about Kim Kardashian is that if she had started, if she had just embraced the role that she started with, which was like famous for nothing, I obsessed with how I look, I have the selfie book and I like, I'm all about just like make like my looks and superficial stuff. I would be like, fine, this is what she's all about. This has always been her thing. Like anyone who's interested in her is interested in her for that thing. The annoying part to me is that she tries to pretend like she's this powerful businesswoman. Like you just need to work your ass off and like trying to be a lawyer and like pretending to be all this shit. It's like stay in your lane and like be that way and and own that that's who you are. But don't try to pretend like you're like some huge businesswoman and a lawyer and like a, you're like actually like someone but that people should is. look up to you but she's like not really she has a team that does that she is just the face of it yeah she's agreed not she does but she is she is in law school she is working to be a, yes she has right she, but i'm saying like why she's not gonna be like your lawyer no 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 but she, she's making some progress and things i don't and i think a lot of people are allowed to change and i don't I don't think that she. But needs then don't to do this thing with the sixteen lane. pounds. Agree that, but that's why it's such a big deal because, like, you'd be like, "Yeah, Kim, it's just Kim being Kim," but Kim is trying to tell us that she wants to change. But yet, you're still going to be like, to me, it's crazy that it's still in this climate where we know that you shouldn't really can't say this shit. She's so openly saying it makes me feel like it's just the world that they live in is. They're so, so obsessed. And you could see it in Chloe too. I love Chloe. And it really upsets me because she has this amazing brand. Good American is so good. American. It's <laughs> and it's so inclusive. It was one of the first ones to show like different models on their websites wearing like real inclusivity, right? And yet you can see, you can see on the show, Sammy, I know you can't see it, but I highly recommend you can watch it. <laughs> She's really struggling and she still struggles with her. You could see that she's lost weight also, significant amount of weight. And you could just feel, you could feel the, you know what I mean? The diet culture. <laughs> you can feel the unhappiness, like, and the, that feeling when someone, when someone gives off a feeling of like, I am not going to be size. enough. Yes, we're right. And you can tell that they feel that way. The thing is, I totally, I totally agree with your point. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily that like, oh, she has to be like all deep or all shallow. Like, I do think women can like contain multitudes. I think she could yeah. get some credit for her business. But, you know, I mean, she can get a lot of credit for her I business. Think, yeah, but, but that's not because point, like, she is doing the, like, she is just the face of it. Right. Like, I don't understand. Like, that is the annoying the part. Person. Yeah, right. that's fine. But I'm saying, and that's fine. But like, own what your role is. Like, that's the annoying part. Well, it's like that. Okay, it's like own what your role is and then don't lecture like randos on getting up to work. Although I don't even think Kim thinks beyond her own immediate circle. Like she thinks about dieting the way her immediate circle does. She thinks about working the, yeah. the way her immediate circle does. She's not thinking about the mom who works three jobs. Like that's not who she's talking to. But that's the Which problem. Which she said. If she wants to be like this role model who can contain all these multitudes, then she needs to be more careful about the example she sets and she needs to be more honest about what she has or not what she has but i think more like you know when you're going to call yourself this big businesswoman like you she didn't do all of that alone right. and i think she does there's not like a lot of acknowledgement about about it and there's not a lot of care in terms of the example she's really setting in my that's always kind of how i've seen her yeah I think there's I think there's acknowledgement that she's just the face of it. No, like, I don't think she says no. she again. She like there's no acknowledgement like of that family. What do you mean? Yeah. You watch the show and like the you you like even in the what I found awesome about the show was that basically they have this massive compound for all of the Kardashian businesses, basically Chris Jenner's business, Ziz, <laughs> and she is the mastermind of all the businesses. And 
they show you Kylie's office, like you're about to get through and says the main office, the corner office, and you get to the office and you think it's going to be Kylie, but really Chris is sitting there (laughs) on her phone. And I think it's very obvious that Chris is the boss, the brains behind the operation. That said, though, you can still have a creative vision and still also be the brains from a creative standpoint of her brand. That brand is fully Kim Kardashian. There's no Nobody else leading the brand of skims besides her. So like I don't believe yeah, that. Yeah, there is. There's a there's a no, I mean obviously maybe there's not chief on brand the show. officers. There's chief but being the face of a brand is still very much a job. You know what I mean? Kim deserves praise and I give her credit. I used to be a way bigger Kim Kardashian hater. My opinion towards her has become much more nuanced. But it's also like you didn't do all of this yourself. If you if you told me the things that people think about Kim Kardashian being this like amazing businesswoman. If you told Who me that, if you that? said them, lots of people, like so many. Who? I could, I'm not going to name the people. <laughs> like, well, what I, people think that Kim Kardashian is a, is a business maiden? I think that is the young people. A I lot think, of think people. that. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that. That's what she wants them to think. Where? What people? Where do you okay. hear this? <laughs> In Tinks's apology, she wrote that Kim Kardashian is her number one idol, for example. Like lots of people publicly but not a business idol no i think a lot yeah, of people think of as her a as like a business idol, idol. Ky- yes. kylie jenner was the four you know what i mean she's that yes, Forbes cover of like, that is yeah, what they want billionaires. that is what they want no that is what they want I you guess. to think that they are business people that is what they want you to think yeah, they want they you to think that they are more that is why every reality show star who has a book that that got to the number they write two times new york times best selling author they want you to think that they are more than they are how are they not okay but forget their brands even as influencers they're business people Aileen, and they're making they were a, making a fuck ton of money i'm not saying i look up to kim kardashian no i'm not saying i'm, I'm saying you that can. no 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 but i'm saying i'm not but as an influencer she is a business person right you run a business do you think that the things that you do to run this business are anything like what Kim Kardashian does to run her business. Kim Kardashian gets her makeup done and her hair done and gets treatments and works out for hours a day. And then she goes and does an appearance. I don't, and then I don't she think has they're a meeting pretending she, like oh, they're not. Yes, they are. They wanted you to see them as like high powered businesswomen who yeah, are like, I think business they are. Bitches. I don't get that vibe at all. They're always posting with vibe. all of their people. Always. Right. But as a, as a, here's my team for my business that I'm running. It's not the same when you... I think it's so obvious that they're just the faces of the brand. No, then she wouldn't come out and say, you have to work. You have to to make sure you're... Kim Kardashian does work hard. (laughs) Kim Kardashian has a good reputation. But she clarified that, first of all. She clarified that. And I also don't like that I'm the defender of Kim Kardashian (laughs) right now because I don't... I'm just... Somebody has to. Nobody has to. But right in this conversation. conversation. But... And if she clarified that and she didn't mean all the people who were listening, so there was that was a quote pulled from a bigger discussion where she was saying like she does like wake up very early. She does have a full pack schedule. She has to make a, a lots of appearances. She does. She has to be on a lot of the time. Right? And she has a good reputation. And that's the other thing. Yes. She has a very good reputation for being great to work with. So like you got to give her credit for that too. But I what I think is that the impression that they want to give about Kylie and Kim and all of them is actually the person who Kris Jenner is. Kris Jenner is the one who is right. really running a business. She is actively running a business. Like that woman probably like, she, she is knows my things. <laughs> yeah. right. like, Skims is not say, successful because of Kim Kardashian's business acumen is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's but her, her ability of, to influence, yes, it is. There is no business without a mar- art marketing. There's no business without marketing. And she she's decides not ch- what they tell her to do. She pays Ugh, people. I agree, but there would be no skims if it wasn't for her. For her. There would be of no skims. There, there would be no business taking on like um what's the shapewear company that's famous? Spanx. Spanx. I even forgot the household name Spanx because of that. Like there would be no skims if it wasn't for Kim. There would be no. You wouldn't be able you wouldn't be able to there's like plenty of other shapewear brands, Yummy with fucking what's her name? Heather Thompson. Like, but there there would be no company like that. I mean, I think that I look, of course, I'm I'm not right. saying that Kim Kardashian does not have influence and marketing power, but that and that she does not put effort into her days. But right. the the what they are trying to paint is like right. a different right. picture. They're trying to act like they're Whitney Wolf. 
when they're not. Like that's who Agreed. they want people fine, to think fine. of them as. But I wouldn't say that they're not like a reason for the success of the businesses that Chris. No, I think they're run. a reason. That's why they're. That's right. why they're part of that, it. So, but uh, all of this is the conversation. They're, they're not part of it because they are has, good at. She has the responsibility, especially when she famous. has a clothing shapewear inclusive shapewear line inclusive ish i've tried i tried there i bought like a size large skims like bodysuit and i picked it out like it looked this wide you can't see it it looked like um it was for a doll (laughs) but anyway and just i just mean like she really shouldn't have said that i don't care about apologies but i just uh, i hope they do something to make it up and clarify that it's not okay to do that because of the young girls who are going on diets, I predict etc. Agreed. I think this was a very healthy <laughs> debate. And if you guys have any input, as again, we're all you know, we're all just, friends. We're all, giving, we're all friends and just giving <laughs> yeah. our own opinions. And I think it's fun when we disagree I, to an extent. Yeah, it's way more fun. <laughs> no, I mean, I agree with you guys. Like we all agree. It's just <laughs> it's a conversation. There's yeah. you know, nuances. Yeah. We're no one's mad. And we have no mics, so, we're, so it's it's more fun to be more exclamatory. Exactly. So that was a great conversation. I had a great time. We are all Same. very excited to be, you know, the lively intellectual debate around Kim Kardashian's <laughs> business acumen. So that is it for the week on the App Batches podcast. Follow me at Sammy. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. And I'm Eddie Lean. Be sure to rate, review, and follow our show on Apple and Spotify. And we'll talk to you next week at the App Batches podcast. App Batches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow at Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Betches.